Hey, everybody, welcome in to The Wrap. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, the midweek edition of The Wrap. And uh, Tom Mazoy, Clarence Black in our studios, the Jim Reels Friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios in Farmington uh, during the COVID-19 uh, quarantine. Still going on and uh, lots of people still scratching their heads, wondering, you know, what are we going to do next? When's this weather going to get warmer? And today, right before the show goes on, like a minute ago, the athletic, Ken Rosenthal, breaks a story that they finally handed down the punishment for the Boston Red Sox. Clarence, what's your take on suspending a manager? How the hell do you suspend somebody that doesn't? <laughs> Hold on. Keep so it, here, keep so it, look, keep we're, quiet. We're going to talk to Greg Allman from The Athletic. <laughs> I'm suspended from The Athletic, by the way. Why? Well, I, I, I mean, because apparently you can suspend people that don't work for you. What are you talking about? Yeah, let it can suspend me. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I, I get it. Chuck what? Daly is suspended. I'm going to just start Rest suspending peace, people. Chuck. I'm just suspending people. Well, here's the kicker, folks. Here's what Major League Baseball came up with. They decided that the Red Sox illegal sign stealing, Jesus they said the fi- the culprit was not the front office, <laughs> not Alex Cora, the manager who was fired, or the players, but the team's video replay system operator. Yes, T.J. Watkins. You never heard of him? No, none of us have heard of him. He's been suspended and docked. The Red Sox have been docked a second-round pick. That's Ah. it. So they also suspend Cora through the conclusion of the 2020 postseason, but only for his conduct as the Astros' bench coach in 2017. But not when he was the manager when they won 108 games in 2018 (laughs) in the World Series. But the guy's been fired. Jesus Christ. Anyway, anyway. This is like one of those movies, man, where everybody at the top <laughs> gets away with it, and then the guy in the mailroom gets fired, bro. I got Greg Allman on Jesus the phone from Christ. The Athletic in Tampa Thank Bay. God. Covers the Buccaneers. We were calling him just to talk about the new look Bucks. But, Jeez. hey, Greg, I saw you, you, you retweeted out your, your partner, <laughs> Ken Rosenthal. I guess the Red Sox, they're only losing a second-round pick, and they have their manager suspended. The only problem is he's been fired. Am I correct? Yeah. Uh, seems like a slap on the wrist. It's unbelievable. Anyway, we'll talk about that at a later date. I got you on to talk football. How are you, man? How are you feeling down there? Doing well. Doing fine. Hope you guys are holding up all right as well. We're doing all right, too. We're, we're, we're trying to get out of the top five states here of, uh, of the COVID uh, wars here. So, anyway, you got some exciting things to talk about. Obviously, the draft which is the Lions Super Bowl coming up uh, here in a, cu- a few hours. And you guys, you know, just fattening up, man. But it looks like it's win at all costs right now. But you give up a fourth-round pick for Rob Gronkowski. Doesn't sound like a bad deal like a year ago, but the guy took a year off. And fill me in what, what the people in Tampa are going through right now. Yeah, I think they're excited. I mean, it's one of those, uh, you know, I think some people think it's too high. and that They really weren't competing with anybody. And if you don't want to, Patriots get nothing for it. But there's other people that felt like it was a steal. Uh, national people were floating the two teams trading first-round picks to, to do the Gronk swap. So uh, I think for them, it, this is a, a comp pick they got last year. Yeah. Um, you know, their success with third-day picks hasn't necessarily been stellar. So I think if this is what they needed to do to get Gronkowski on board. They're happy with it. Greg, you got Bray, Howard, and now Gronkowski. Which tight end is going to do you think is going to eventually be the odd man out? Yeah, it's not Gronk. And it's funny. I mean, Cam Bray just took a pay cut to stay in Tampa and play with Tom Brady. So it seems kind of rude to do that and then uh, ship him to Detroit or something. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so Howard, Howard's probably the, the odd man out. I mean, it's something where his name has come up a lot in trade talk. Um, honestly, I feel like they could probably use them both. I, I don't know that they want to play Gronk 
70 snaps a game and just kind of see how his back's going to hold up. So I would think they do well if they have two tight ends that can play a lot and kind of save Gronkowski, uh, save him for late in the year and the postseason if you can get there. But, uh, no, I mean, Howard is probably the one that has the most obvious um, trade value as a guy who's still cheap on his rookie contract, uh, has 12 touchdowns in the last three years, which puts him basically top 10, top 12 among NFL tight ends. And even it's not really just a rental, you could get him on his fifth-year option in 2021 for, I think, $6 million. So that would be the most obvious thing. They can get a a third-round pick for him and and kind of start over again with that. Yeah, they they might get that fourth-round pick back somehow. You know, teams are going to look at him and say, look, we're not going to give you much. We know know you got an overflow. But how how do you think the Buccaneers have done adding Brady and Gronk, two old-timers, let's face it. One's in the 40s and one is an old 31-year-old. Right. I mean, it's not, it's not often you can add two first ballot Hall of Famers in the same offseason. Yeah. So it's a strange thing. And I think, I mean, obviously there's still gambling that these guys still have something left in the tank. Uh, it changes things here in a big way. I mean, to add Tom Brady to a team that hasn't been to the playoffs since 2007, hasn't won a playoff game since 2003, it, it immediately changes the expectation. I think it raises the national relevance of this team in a way they really haven't seen maybe since they won a Super Bowl. So, uh, all of a sudden, this is a team that's expected to be in the playoffs, a team that will challenge the Saints for the division title, and a team that's probably going to be on national TV a lot. You're not uh, kidding. Four or five games this fall, yeah. I would think. Uh, Easy. You know, Plus the flex Aaron Rodgers comes. Yeah, oh, right, late in the year kind of thing. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers comes here. Pat Mahomes comes here. Uh, I'll get Drew Brees twice. So there's lots of games that are these you know, mega quarterback battle type games they like putting in prime time, if, if not Monday night. And the kicker, of course, is the Super Bowl, which will be in Tampa Bay at Raymond James right. Stadium. Yeah, God willing. Uh, yeah, if they can, it, it would be like the most Bucks thing ever to add Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski and then have the season wiped out and they retire next spring as Buccaneers, <laughs> having never played a game here in Tampa. But, uh, yeah, if they can get there, that, that's a huge thing. That's the absolute brass ring is that no team has ever won a Super Bowl in their home stadium. And it's it's a little bit easier to say that for the Bucks than it was, you know, six weeks ago. Greg Allman from the Athletic uh, in Tampa Bay. Go ahead, Clarence. All right, Greg. So help me out because you got the, you had the front row seat. So I'll let you you have the final say on on Jameis Winston. 20, yes. 25, 26 years old. You saw the good. You saw the bad. Are you shocked that this young man with all of that potential does not have a job right now? Yeah, a little bit. I think once you got through the first, I don't know, two weeks of free agency, you know, you're almost better waiting until after the draft because now to me. For guys like him, for Cam Newton, where they go is much more about opportunity than money. And the last thing you want to do is go somewhere where you think you're a starter and then have them draft somebody in front of you. You think about Mike Glennon a couple of years ago. Yeah. You know, went to Chicago thinking he had a real good chance to be a starter, and then they draft Mitch Trubisky at number two overall. So I would think come this weekend, once they know which teams have quarterbacks, you know, if you have places like Jacksonville and Denver that still have nothing but Drew Locke and Gardner Minshew yeah. to beat out. Those are the places where, where guys like Winston and, and Newton might have a chance to compete and get a starting job. They, they don't want to go somewhere where a starter has to get hurt for them to get on the field. And all you're doing is picking your best spot from there. What do you think the Bucks are going to go with the draft, with the first-round pick? Yeah, they're at number 14, and I think it'll be offensive tackle. Uh, it, it's curious now. I mean, there's, there's definitely this mad rush in offensive tackles where yeah. uh, it's very possible, honestly, that, that they trade up. I mean, if they sit at 14, I think they're probably looking at maybe the fourth tackle, maybe not even that. So uh, we did a, a beat writer mock draft at yeah. the Athletic yesterday, and I convinced the Jaguars writer to trade from 9 to 14, gave up a third-round pick to get to number 9. 
uh, just because then you're picking the, the second best tackle in the class as opposed to fourth or fifth. So I, I think if your priority is, is protecting Tom Brady and making the most of that offensive line, you, you don't want to wait and see what the rest of the league lets you have at number 14 to do that. Is the expectation, Greg, that he's that Brady is going to bring, you know, take the offense to another level, or is is the expectation that this offense was already good? He's going to make it better by playing, you know, with less mistakes. No, I think it's definitely the latter. I mean, James Winston threw for five thousand yards last year, had thirty three yeah. touchdowns. That's a franchise record. He he made all the plays you need him to make. He just had thirty interceptions and lost five fumbles. <laughs> so I mean, Tom Brady, Tom Brady's never had more than fourteen picks in a season. Right. So. Right there, even if he's his worst he's ever been, that, that cuts your turnovers in half. And that probably helps your defense out a lot more than you realize. That's a lot less short field. James had seven pick, set, pick sixes last year. I mean, that's, I that's 49 points without the defense having a chance to stop anybody. So I think it was his first pass and his last is, pass, right, Greg? Yeah. Wasn't it his first, first pass? Yeah. <laughs> first pass with the Buccaneers in his very first game and his last pass on the first play of overtime. Uh, fitting bookends to... A lot of good and a lot of bad in five years here. Hey, he looked good against the Lions uh, yeah. <laughs> when we saw him here in Detroit. Right. Without the LASIK. I mean, <laughs> that's was crazy. Yeah, he said thumb, he's got knee surgery, he's got to be the bionic quarterback wherever he lands this uh, this fall. Are you happy with the uh, uniform change, or would you have preferred the creamsicles like me? <laughs> creamsicles would have been fun. I think a lot of people here in Tampa would have liked that. Uh, this seemed like the, the sensible compromise where it's a little bit of a throwback to – uh, the last time they were really good here, you know, I think the uh, they have an all pewter look. I don't know if you saw; they have kind of an all pewter yeah. color rush type ensemble. Uh, they can only use like three times, but but those seem to be well received here. It's like with coronavirus; it's like you can't really get all the jerseys right away. So they unveiled them two weeks ago, but it's not like everybody's wearing them. Exactly. So by the end of the summer, I'm sure they'll be everywhere. Hey man, I know you got a lot to to do today, so I appreciate you coming on with us, Greg. Much appreciated. Oh, no problem. You guys stay safe. Thanks again. You bet. Greg Almond from The Athletic in, in Tampa. Whoops. So, there you go. The pewters uh, are back, but the creamsicles, for sure, Bucko Bruce should have been brought back, if you ask me. The creamsicles. Love those. <laughs> Love those. The red and orange. That's my favorite uniform of all time. Are you serious? Dead serious. The, the, the crappy, yeah, no. crappy creamsicle in red. I don't call it crappy. I think oh, it's great horrible, looking. horrible, man. They were that beautiful. Horrible. Nah, what the hell do you know, anyway? It's like... Infant orange, it was pastel like, orange. No, it was great with red and white. It was great and That's yellow. Horrible. Oh. It was the it's it's the state's. There was colors. yellow in that. Yeah, it's the state's colors, oh. man. Anyway, we're gonna talk to Justin Rogers at uh, a little bit uh, later on, and uh, he's got his mock draft three out for the Detroit Lions and Detroit News, of course. So he's got them making a trade, and you know we're gonna talk about this, man. It's this is our Super Bowl. It's it's coming. It's coming, but I love how they break this news of the Boston Red Sox. You wait all this time For this. to just take away a second-round pick. And in case you missed it, Major League Baseball has come down with their punishment for uh, whatever you want to call it, video uh, game, you, whatever. This is a slap on the wrist. Alex Cora. This is a slap on the wrist, man. It, it'll be very interesting to see how players respond to this. Because remember, it was well, Trevor Bauer for the uh, yeah. the Reds who he eviscerated uh, – Eviscerated him, Manfred. Manfred over the freaking yeah. over talking about changing the playoffs. Yeah, so I mean, I can only imagine what Bauer's tweeting. And just think, you know, how this coronavirus has saved the Houston Astros a lot of a lot of pain. But I think people will, once they get to watch the games again and get to sit down in the stadiums again, will pick up their booing right away. But the Red Sox, I think, got away with a lot. They only lose a second round pick. Their videographer is suspended through the playoffs this year. Who cares? 
You could put anyone on there. And then they have a, a manager, Alex Cora, who they fired months ago, and he is suspended through the playoffs of this year, which doesn't make any sense. So it's just a slap on the wrist. And they only blamed him for when he was a player, not when he was a manager. So the Dodger fans who were pissed that they lost to the Red Sox at, in the World Series, Major League Baseball says don't blame the Red Sox for that. Just blame them for their previous years. This feels like every movie you ever saw where in the end it's, they put it on the Patsy. Yeah. It feels like this feels literally like every movie you ever saw where when the guys at the top are conniving and killing and murdering and then at the end of the movie it's like they blame the dude in the mailroom. This feels just like that. It's much ado about nothing. The colossal waste of time. Manfred had a chance to come out and drop the hammer and and really establish himself I think as as a solid commissioner as a like a a no nonsense like love of the game like this is not nobody wins man and then on top of it the in, the insult if you're going to suspend Alex Cora you give him 2 years because now you can't work this year you can't work next year you send a message to these people instead a guy that's not even employed with the organization got banned I know. It's just a slap on the wrist, and that's just baseball for you. And Manfred has not had a great a great tenure here so far, and he's probably going to be a one-and-done type uh, commissioner. Dude, so. did you hear about Roy Tarpley? No. NBA, he's not he's not playing this year. Really? NBA, NBA thought, banned him. I thought he passed away. Yeah, NBA banned him. Years ago. Nah. No, the NBA wouldn't, wouldn't do that, by the way. Banned him. They would not do that. Hey, I want to wish uh, my daughter, Maddie, Happy 13th birthday. We had a great day for her yesterday. We had a Aww. bunch of bunch of cars parading down the street, That's all her awesome. friends, parents. Awesome. Then about 22 cars come down, beeping the horn. It, they made a lot of ruckus, I'll tell you. But well, she listen, was very so, surprised and fun. And I know it was your mama's birthday Yeah, man, as well. my mom would have been, uh, She's an angel. been 72. God um, bless her. And now I got So I need your help. I got to figure this out, bro. My anniversary is in eight days. I got to have a COVID-19 anniversary. What number? Uh, this is number, was it not? So four? Oh, you don't know, huh? Four? four? Okay. Four. 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 No, it's four. It's four yeah. for sure. I'll tell you what you it can do. It is four for sure. I'll tell you what you can do. Oh, Freddie's on the phone. We're going to go to him in just a second, but I'll tell you what you can do. <laughs> Last minute good good gifts. Give a call to uh, the fruit place. What the heck's it called? Oh, the fruit place. Let me get a fruit. There's covered, chocolate-covered strawberries. I can do that at home. Okay, make her chocolate-covered strawberries. Okay, then. what else you got? You, how about asking Freddie? Maybe he'll give you some well, food to go. go. man. Freddie, you, you got any goulash for this guy's anniversary? <laughs> I got whatever Clarence wants. My man. What up, Doc? <laughs> hey, Clarence, hey, I saw you. I saw your post yesterday. God, God, God bless you. Uh-oh, hey. is that my phone? Yeah, that's your phone. Is that my phone? phone? That's your phone. No, Hold you- Clarence, yeah, I saw your post yesterday. God bless your mother. Thanks, we got man. My, my, my dad and your mother share the same birthday. Oh, wow. Oh, that's awesome, man. And my little God girl. God bless your yeah. dad, too, and, yep. and Maddie. Oh, 421, yep. baby. Love it. Yep, that's it. Hey, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna hang up and call you guys back because my phone sucks. Okay, good. You do that. Freddie will call us back. But I'm telling you, he's got his goulash special and pizza. He's got a, a special that he'll put together for you. You just got to go and pick it up. Bro, I don't know if I've ever had goulash. Supposedly Legit. it's the best in the biz. What is it? It's it's like little macaronis, little yeah. elbow macaronis with okay. meat and tomato sauce. Oh, okay, cool. So it's, spaghetti. It's not spaghetti, but 
No, all right. God damn it, Freddie. It's now cool. I gotta know. Well, Fred, Fred will describe it to you. He'll, okay. he'll give you all the all the insight. That's, That's Freddie the Pizza Man, by the way, in Melvindale. If you does that cheese on it? <coughs> Is there cheese? No, there's no cheese. There's no cheese. All right, no so cheese. come on, man. Help me out. What am I gonna do, man? I got a COVID nineteen anniversary. Like the chocolate, I gotta work this out. I like out. the chocolate covered strawberries. All right, cool. What else, man? What else can I like? I'm trying to figure this. out. Well, it's kind of late now. Even if you order Amazon, it probably's not gonna make it in what? time. What? No, we decided not to do that, man. We 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 take pretty pretty good care of each other. All right, Freddie's back to think on. Of Fred, cool I can do. Freddie, I'm trying to describe goulash to uh, to Clarence. G- give give him the four one one on your goulash. How do you make well, it? What's it? Gou- goulash is simple, man. It's um, onion, green pepper, tomatoes, ground beef, elbow macaroni. But the key is my spaghetti sauce. Can't do it without my spaghetti sauce. Ah. <laughs> you know who dropped yeah. by yesterday for Maddie's birthday parade? Uh, Mike Allway, and the Allways could not. Say thanks enough to Freddie because they went and got his goulash and pizza special. Just yeah. what was it, like a week ago or something that they always they, came. They come all the time. I, you know, they're wonderful people. Uh, Maz, I glad you introduced me to them. All wonderful the way from people. Gross Point, man. That's not that's not a, a quick oh, ride well, either. That's a ride, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They come like once a month, so they're really nice people, man. So, so tell so tell everybody what the special is of uh, yeah. of the Freddie the Pizza Man quarantine. Well, the special, as I did on Fox 2, if you buy a dinner goulash, you get a lunch portion for $2.50 more. So I'm just trying to help out families, and uh, I'll make a little bit, and the families can, uh, you know, benefit from it as well, too. So that's really about it. My wife wants to try it. She's wondering why I've never brought it home. I'm like, that's because I only bring home the pizza and the gnocchi. (laughs) So she wants me to bring the goulash, so I'm going to have to come by before this week is over and grab some. Anytime, you know that, man. It's both of you guys. Anytime, come on by. I'm bored over here, anyways. I see the same old people all the time. Hey, the place looks great, man. At least on pictures. I got to come and, and take a look. You did a great job, man. All so by not yourself. Somebody did a great job on was that hip, man. You see that boy throwing? I saw the videos. Oh, Dr. Here we Freddy. go. Here we go with Tua. Again. Our, our lefty throwing it. He throwing that thing. Throwing it, man. You, you know what the best? You know what the best thing is? Every time I'm on like a Fox Two or something, they get me on Zoom. You know what's behind me? The picture of Joe DiMaggio. Oh, beautiful, beautiful! What a yeah. beautiful picture! So huh? thank you, thank you to Maz. Hey, uh, to uh, listen, uh, Clarence. <clears throat> I, I, I'm at a point where I, I don't think the Lions are going to take him, buddy. Yeah, I don't either, Doc. I yeah, don't pretty you sad, heard, huh? You heard Kenny Brown with us last week, and. Uh, he, or it was a Monday, and he thinks uh, they are going to take him. If they don't trade, he thinks they'll take him. I think yeah, he's crazy. I think available. I think they'll take their safe pick if they don't if they don't move. They'll take their safe well, Jeff Akuda you don't, pick. You know what you're doing then? You're basically here's the question: Who and would you rather have? In. Would you rather have Tua? Yeah. Or Patricia? Well, that's Tua. really what huh. this is. Because if you rather have Tua, like it, it, that's the choice. That's really the choice. If you you you, you say, hey, look, take Tua. And then he knows, like, that's it. Not really. Maybe not. Bob Quinn will never do that to him, first of all. Unless they have the plan together and Martha's in on it, they're not going to stab each other in the back, even though supposedly they have to win this year or at least compete by December. I think at this point now it's very clear that man has lost his team. He has no business coaching. That's not what what people say. They say Bob Quinn said he has 100% of that team. Right, Freddie? Maz, you said two key things in, that, in your last sentence. One, you said he's going to take a safe pick. Well, there's your, there's there's the number one problem. Yeah. And then when you're picking at three, Kenny hit it on the nose, and, I, and I've been talking about this as well too. And so is Clarence. When you when you're sitting at three, man, you, there's no way you can you can give away that value. You're given a lottery ticket, and you're basically they're basically telling you, here's your lottery ticket. Don't even scratch it off. You won. Just just scratch it off and claim your winner. Your winner's sitting right there. Uh, Tua, 
You got him for the next 10, 12 years. And, uh, Again, you know, n- nothing against Stafford, but it's just time. To, it's just time to move on. Well, he's got you know this year for sure. He's gonna be he's gonna be good this year, I think. If we do play football, <clears throat> yeah. But how, let me let me ask you. Let me ask you, Tommy. Um, how, how, how much of this? How much do you think Stafford is, is checked out on ten years of losing and and Matt Patricia? No, I don't believe that. I think he's a pro. I really do uh, believe he's. No, a pro. I'm not saying he's not a pro, but. Eventually, you know, this time we've seen it a few times. Once you start losing and losing, um, yeah, they quit. They retire early. Yeah. They retire early, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, with with everything that's going on in the world right now, he's got three daughters. He's got another yeah. one on the way, I believe. He does. I mean, this stuff has to creep in your mind. Once it once it creeps in your mind as a pro athlete, <sighs> you know, <laughs> you you got to really consider. Replacing him, you just really have to. That's just just my opinion, and I've been sticking with it since January. And I'm not going to. If they take a cornerback or defensive tackle, there sit and there at three. They love him. They they deserve to lose. Yes, if they right. love him, you're right. If they about love that. and respect him the way they say, and he's great, professional, all that. Then you should send the guy someplace. He's gonna and not, give next, him not a chance year. to win. He's not this year. He's staying here. Oh, God, next I year. Next year he's going somewhere else. He's going to look what Brady Let him did. Stay here and train Tua. He's going to look what Brady did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This year he's staying here if, and and Listen, protect Tua stay, if they take stay, him. Stay and train Tua. Patricia and Quinn will be out. Maybe Matt not. will be gone, and it's Tua's franchise. Mm-hmm. And you build everything around him, including your coach and GM, to fit him. Because why it, not? What's what's what is this? Is what I don't get, Freddie. What's the worst that's going to happen? We're going to suck. Exactly. It's been four exactly. years. And you, and you, know, you speak of New England. You know what bugged me about the Gronkowski trade yesterday? I'll tell you what bugged me the most about it is if you had if this was a winning organization, Gronk would have came here last year. Yeah. <laughs> so what's that? Te- that wait, should be Freddie. a slap in the face right on. there. He was hurting, man. He he was hurting. He was. he was mentally checked out already. Even with the Patriots, he said it. I I heard him. I I heard many interviews with him. He was beaten up. He was done. He needed the year off. And he wasn't going to come back if Brady was not going to keep playing. That, that's just that was a that was a package deal. They had that well, already planned. Yeah, but Maz, if the Lions were, were good, if they were a franchise that won, say, like, let's say he was traded to Green Bay, you tell me he wouldn't go to Green Bay? I think no. I think he wanted to play with Brady. This showed to me that he wanted to play with Brady. And that's it. Yeah. That's yeah. the way I look at it. But the Buccaneers are. We just had the Buccaneers uh, guy from the Athletic on Greg Allman, just before we had you. And we asked him about it's a it's an all in type situation for him. What what do you take on on Tampa Bay? What do you where you where you put him this year? When I sat with you guys on President's Day, I told you he was going to Tampa Bay. I called that. I, I just had a feeling about Tampa Bay. Yeah. Um, you, you you're speaking of Gronk going to Tampa Bay or yeah. just Tampa Bay in general? In general, Gronk now there in general. They have a lot of tight ends. They're going to trade one probably. Maybe one goes well, to the Lions. <laughs> well, I think if, if Brady plays all 16 games, I think they're going to go deep into the playoffs. I'm not going to guarantee a Super Bowl, but I think they're going to go deep into the playoffs, and he's going to change the fortunes of that franchise. And um, you never know. Once you get to the playoffs, we've seen how many teams we've seen win all three wild cards on the, on the road and then win the Super Bowl. So I, easy, I just think he changes the fortunes. He, he's got to stay healthy. He's got to play all 16 games. But you know where, you know where the key is on that, on that team? It's not, it's not Tom Brady. It's Bruce Arians. Oh, yeah. He's the key, you know. You, you got a good coach. You could do a lot. Of, you could do a lot of good things. I tell you what, though, that's terrific coach. That's going to be. You look around the NFC, and it is going. The divisional games are going to be amazing. I mean, you're mm-hmm. talking about 
just blo- a bloodbath out west when you got the Rams, the Seahawks, and the 49ers. Yeah. So, I mean, any – any any And, and who, the Cardinals. Oh, yeah. Uh, They're good. And then, I mean, quarterback – the quarterback the quarterback south of the NFC, I mean, Bridgewater, Breeze, yeah. uh, Brady. I mean, that's just – that's crazy. We could have had Bruce Arians. They could have. He wanted. He loved Stafford a couple of years ago. Remember how much he bragged about him. Yeah. We could have interviewed him and brought him in before we brought in Matt Patricia. But let me let me ask you guys a question. I'm going to give you three teams before the draft even goes off tomorrow: Carolina, Las Vegas Raiders, and um, just call them the Raiders. Um, oh, the, um, <laughs> the the Raiders, Carolina, and the Miami Dolphins. Those three teams. Who, who's got a better future, them or us? Them. Them. Yeah, exactly. Far. Them. So what do you yeah. think, Freddie? Are they going to stay at three, or, are they gonna, or is someone going to wind up trading with them? Um, I think what he's going to do, he's going to trade down like five or six, um, or, or excuse me, the five or, or he's going to trade down the five or six with Miami or the Chargers. He's going to pick up a third or a fourth. He's going to take a Cuda or Brown, and uh, you're going to get nothing in the third or fourth round because he just he just can't draft. And uh, that you know that's another reason why I want to take two. Take the draft out of his hands. Good just point. take the best player in the draft. And uh, listen, if you don't want to take Tua, take Simmons. I, I mean, do yourself a favor and just get out of the first round and. Call it a night. I, otherwise, tra- trading down. I mean, I, I said this to somebody, and I hope I can say this on on air. But <clears throat> giving Bob Quinn more draft picks is like giving Antonio Cromartie more more condoms. Okay. It just doesn't do any good. <laughs> oh, good. That's a good. That's a good one, Freddie. You already said it, and I think it's fine. You say. Thanks for coming on, brother. We got to run. <laughs> Bye, guys. I'll be in touch. Freddie's goulash. Uh, check him out. I'm thanks, goulash, man. thanks to the guys from behind the glass, David, and of That's course awesome. Angel, Stephen, Mac. Thanks for helping us put the show together. Clarence and Maz, we're back with uh, Justin Rogers right after this on NRM.